Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and know Jesus than to have everything and not know Jesus. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. All praises to God tonight for truly he is wonderful. He is marvelous. He is magnificent. He is worthy of all our praise. And we are so blessed to be able to be in the land of the dying, preparing for the living. Amen. What a day of rejoicing that will be. Good evening and welcome to the light of Portland. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black. It is an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to be able to worship with you and you and you and you. Yes, we come to praise the Lord on tonight. Wherever you are, if you're on the couch, if you're in the, uh, the, the bedroom, sitting on the bed, in a recliner, you might even be in the hospital or a nursing home tonight. For the next hour, for the next hour, that is your place of worship. And guess what? There's two or three of us on the line tonight. So that means he is here. He is in the midst. And we have come to worship and magnify him. I bring you greetings tonight from the city of roses, Portland, Oregon. I am just so happy that you chose to worship with us on tonight. I want to honor the men and women of God that have made it possible for us to have this platform where we can share prayers, preaching, and praise and worship with you every Sunday night right here at 8 o'clock. We thank God for Bishop Stephen, Bishop Ann Butterfield, for Pastor Sherelle Pennington, and for our spiritual covering, Archbishop Ruth Smith. An honor it is to be um, in collaboration and partnership in ministry with these men and women of God. And I'm so grateful that they are a part of our lives, that we can be a part of your lives. We an announcement and uh, to our speaker tonight, Pastor Pamela Laws, my sister. It's been a while since we've heard from her. And I just got excited when I remembered what day this was. This was the third Sunday. I got excited early this morning. Uh, she's going to be bringing, bringing forth the word of God for us on tonight. I do have uh, one announcement I'd like to share. And then we'll have prayer. We'll have a song. And then the next voice you will hear after that song will be Pastor Pamela Laws. The Coalition of African and African-American pastors will be hosting conversation number four. We are cordially inviting you to join us to um, engage in a conversation on how faith communities can actively challenge systematic racism and foster utility through multi-faith collaborations. I want to tell you all, you don't want to miss this event. It's happening this Friday night here in Portland, Oregon at 6.30, from 6.30 to 9. And then on Saturday morning from 10 to 1, we will be at the Emmanuel Church. Emmanuel Church, that's 103 North Sumner. They're asking that you would register and you can go to www.invent. Bright. That's www. Event Bright and register for conversation number four. Let me tell you, Dr. Jonathan Alvarado, he will be here preaching and teaching about worship, about songs of our ancestors, how they pack um, our ancestors, and how we ought to incorporating songs in our worship. And then our special guest is Dr. Miguel Delatora. He is a professor and an author coming from Denver, Colorado. We are excited. Our host for this event is Bishop C.T. Wells. And we are asking that you please, ma'am, please, sir, go and register. If you can't make it both days, Come and get what you can get because it's been powerful. It's been awesome. It's been amazing. Again, you can register at www.eventbrite. That's www.eventbrite. And that is February 23rd 
and February 24th. And we are just so excited um, for that opportunity. I do want to share that the Greater St. Stephen Mission Baptist Church will be um, hosting a concealed weapon course. This is open to the public, and you are welcome to um, be part of our event. This will be taking place on Saturday, March the 2nd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This is a class that you must also register for, and the registration for this class is $100. And if you're interested um, in uh, getting licensed with a concealed weapon, um, this course is a concealed carrying course, which will be Saturday, March the 2nd from 10 to 2 at the Greater St. Stephen Mission Baptist Church. We're located at 3535 Northeast Mallory, Portland, Oregon. The time is from 10 to 2. $100 registration. And to register, all you need to do is go to www.browndefensiveshooting.com. It's browndefensiveshooting.com. Or you can call Christopher Brown at 503-500-7116. Again, that's www.browndefensiveshooting.com. And you can call Chris Brown if you need more information at 503-500-7116. I am a firm believer of doing what the scripture says. In Ephesians, the Bible tells us to equip the saints for the perfection. Now, we we always want to just think it's about just church. But don't you know that the president of some of these big corporations, they learned how to be presidents in the church. Um, some writers and, and actors and, and the stars we see, um, most of our black stars started in the church. Most Beyonce and um, Whitney Houston, they all started in the church. Aretha Franklin started in the church. It's time that we begin to equip our people with knowledge and information. And so we want to encourage you to um, come and get the information. That, that's all you need is come and get the information. That's Saturday, March the 2nd, 10 to 2 at Greater St. Stephen Mission Baptist Church. Register at browndefensiveshooting.com. It's $100 for this course. This course will go over the license requirements, firearm safety and storage, methods of concealment, use of force. So we want you to come and learn with us. The more we learn, the better we are. Amen. We are now um, ready to go to the Lord in prayer, but I invite Sister Kamisha to come and to pray, and following that prayer will be a song, and after that song, the next voice you will hear will be that of Pastor Pamela Laws. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we come tonight, oh, God, just to give you glory and honor. We come to praise and magnify your name, oh, God. We come for no other reason but to give you glory and honor for you have been a great God. You have been awesome. You are faithful. You are just. You are forgiving, and we owe you another praise, oh, God. We come tonight to bow down before you, oh, God, to worship and adore you, oh, God. We come to lift up your holy name, oh, God, for your word tells us that when one or two are gathered in, there you are, oh, God. So we thank you for being in the midst of this this worship experience tonight, oh, God. We thank you for the callers on the line, oh, God. We thank you, oh, God, for this broadcast, oh, God, and for the letter fields, oh, God. We thank you for the people of God tonight, oh, God. We come, oh, God, lifting up our hands before you, oh, God. We come 
lifting up of Africa and Asia and Europe and North America and South America, oh God. We know that on each continent there is something going on, oh God, but you hold the world in the palm of your hand, oh God. So we stand on your word, believing that you will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ever think of imagine, oh God. We come now, God, asking you to touch the White House, oh God. Touch the Senate, oh God. Touch the governors and the and the mayors, oh God. Touch the people in leadership, oh God. We pray now, God, that as we prepare our hearts and our minds to vote, oh God, that you speak to us, oh God, so that we can put the right person in office, oh God, that has the heart of your people, oh God, that has your ear, oh God, that seeks your face, oh God, and turns from their wicked ways and acknowledge you, oh God, so that we can get back into our word and we are the world needs you oh god so oh god put a person of your heart of your of of you in the in the in the white house oh god so that we can transform this world oh god we know that if we ask you will do it oh god so we ask now that you will tell us who to vote for in our presidential election oh god we pray now for our, our local leaders, oh God, we pray for our pastors, oh God, we thank you for our pastors, oh God, we thank you for the word that you have given them, oh God, we thank you for the fresh anointing that you give to them every day, oh God, we thank you, oh God, for our pastors, for our leaders, for our shepherds, oh God, for they stand on the wall for us, oh God, they're praying for us, oh God, they're calling and reaching out, oh God, so thank you for our pastors, oh God. Oh, God, we pray for the one of God that is bringing forth the word tonight, oh, God. We pray now that it is rhema word, oh, God. It is a right now word, oh, God, that it moves us to action, oh, God, that it conflicts us when we're wrong, oh, God. We pray now that the woman of God just come forth in realness, oh, God, to move us, the people of God, to do what your word tells us to do, oh, God. It tells us to seek your face, to acknowledge you, to turn from our wicked ways, and then you will hear from from heaven and you will heal the land oh god so help us as a people to do better oh god help us to repent and to turn from our wicked ways oh god help us to do better oh god so that we may serve you in spirit and in truth oh god so that the love of christ will show through us oh god so yes, that we yes. can show others that you are love oh god and that through you we can love each other oh god we thank you for this time of prayer, praise, and worship. We thank you, God, for this time of the word that is going to come forth and that is going to deliver, that is going to set free, that is going to break changes, oh God. We thank you for that word, oh God. We give you glory and honor for the word that's coming forth tonight, oh God. And we bless your holy name, oh God. We give you glory, oh God. We magnify you, oh God. We lift you up, oh God, for you are a great God. You are an awesome God. You are worthy to be praised, oh God. So we thank you tonight, oh God. We open our mouths and we say thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we give you glory. We give you honor, oh, God, because it belongs to you, oh, God. All honor belongs to you, oh, God. So we thank you, oh, God. We give you glory and honor, oh, God. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
to God be the glory. <laughs> Something has to break. My Lord, I'm telling you, that song has truly uh, blessed me. That song has kept me. Amen. And I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful to be here tonight. Uh, I understand, amen, that all things happen for a reason and that my God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that I could ever ask or think. Amen. According to the power that worketh in me, blog talk, thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. For joining us tonight. It is truly an honor and a privilege to be amongst God's people once again. I give honor to God tonight, who's truly the head of my life, to his son Jesus. And in the sweet gift of Holy Spirit, I am thankful. I'm thankful also. Amen, for uh, the men and women of God that have uh, afforded us this platform to be able to share the very word of God, the Butterfields. God bless you, Bishop Smith. Amen. We call you blessed woman of God. To my sisters, Pastor Black and Pastor Pennington, I love you dearly. To my bishop, Bishop Tyrone Washington, Sr., and his wife, our very own First Lady, Pastor Jacqueline Washington. I'm thankful uh, for men and women of God that are always in my corner to encourage me, amen, to push me forward to be what the Lord would have me to be. I honor my family tonight, amen, my husband, uh, my children, my, my, my grandchildren, amen, a, a new addition to the family, Mr. Cairo. We finally got a little boy, amen, in the family. And so we're thankful to them um, this evening, to our, our, our co-laborers in the gospel. We call you blessed and we encourage you to continue to fight the good fight of faith and to you, Blog Talk family, to which if you were not here, None of us would be be here tonight, and so we are thankful for all of you that have joined us. Amen. I'm thankful to wherever you are that you thought it not robbery, just to take a moment, amen, that we might share the very word of God. Amen. I, I, I was, as Pastor Black was speaking, amen, I was like, it has been a minute, I tell you. Uh, there's a song that says, I've gone through the fire, and I've been through the flood, honey. But to God be the glory, we are still standing. Amen. We are still believing. We are we are still trusting God. Hallelujah. As he takes us through. So lest I be before you too long, amen, or oh, my time runs out. <laughs> Either one, amen, we want to move right into the word of God tonight, amen, and and our, our, our topic, our subject, amen, our thought for tonight, amen, is pray and don't give up. Pray and don't give up. Family, this is so important in this season that prayer remain, amen, on, on the forefront of anything and everything that you'll experience. It, it doesn't matter how big the situation, doesn't matter how small the situation. Our daddy, amen, is able to do all things but fail. He can handle it, amen. It's nothing too hard for him. There are so many uh, uh, scriptures that support just his, his, his heart for those, amen, who, who yield themselves to prayer. Hallelujah. That you that you submit yourself to the power whoo, that comes about when we call upon the name which is above every name. We're going to talk about it, Amen. Tonight, the woman of God has already gone forth in prayer for us. So if it's all right, and if if you don't mind, Amen. I want to just move right into to what the Lord is having me to share tonight. I'm gonna try to behave. Pastor Black, I got one of the grandbabies here, so so I definitely don't want to I don't want to wake her up, but I want to give you, Hallelujah, what the Lord has given me. He says, pray 
and don't give up. Praise and don't give up. I want to share just a little bit of of what has taken place in my life over the last uh, uh, two months. Just a little bit. I'm not going to go into deep detail, but I I want to, I need to to say this because it's going to, it it, it goes with, it's going to, my message accompanies why the Lord gave me this particular scripture um, uh, as my text for the evening. Um, we, um, as I shared, we have a new grandbaby. My daughter, daughter-in-law gave birth, um, I believe it was the 18th of December, the week of Christmas, the week of Christmas. She gave birth, amen, via uh, uh, those, you know, um, emergency C-section. So she gave birth um, to the baby because there were complications, um, gave birth. Um, came home on a Thursday. I went to see her Thursday, and then I left. Then, I, then we left Friday. She, she, no, I'm sorry. She came home Thursday. I saw her Friday, and then I left Friday night to go and spend time um, um, with my mom for Christmas. Well, to, to push it forward, we get a call uh, Christmas Eve that she was having complications, pain, 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 pain in the hospital. I was like, okay, um, we're going to do Christmas uh, Sunday morning, then we're going to head back home. Well, we get a call uh, that she has to have an emergency surgery. Pastor Black, they said the surgery, if she doesn't have the surgery, she won't make it through the night. And so can you imagine, I am on the on the highway trying to get back, just thinking that I'm just going to go visit her while they're giving her antibiotics. No, they said it's surgery. She's got to have this surgery. She's not going to make it. And so I'm praying for her over the phone. Every time I talk to her, Pastor Black, she seems to be getting weaker and weaker. It had gotten to the point, Pastor, I couldn't even understand the, the words that she was saying over the phone, but, but I kept praying and I kept crying out to God even while we were in the vehicle. I, I'm glad I wasn't behind the wheel but I kept crying out to the Lord. We kept praying. We kept interceding. Uh, so fast forward, we get through the surgery. Hey, man, the surgery, what they say the surgery was a success. Uh, but then two days later, Pastor Black, they come and tell us again, something else has happened, an infection has spread. And if she doesn't have this second surgery within 48 hours, she's going to die again. Oh, Lord. Pastor Black, we were calling on the name. This I call Pastor Black. I call my prayer warriors in Portland. I called them in New York. I called them in Virginia. I called them in North Carolina. I was calling anybody that I knew that I felt like could get God's ear. And so we called on them. And, and it seems like Pastor Black, the more we prayed, it seemed like the worse she got is she still wasn't getting better. My daughter spent just about a month in the hospital. She had to have, if I'm not mistaken, she had to have a total of three surgeries. Watch this. Then every day, every week after that, she had to keep having another surgery to kind of fix or, or try to repair what the first surgery had done. So it was a surgery every week for the next month. Pastor Black, I'm now raising a newborn. I'm taking care of a newborn. I'm working a new job. I'm still parenting him. I'm still going to church. I'm still doing this. I'm trying to continue to carry on. And all the other assignments and mantles that the Lord has given me all the while, my daughter is in the hospital. Not knowing when she'll come home. The family is separated. Some kids over here, some kids over there, husband over. Can you imagine what we had to go through and still maintain a level of faith, still maintain a level of belief? still be able to smile when we go places. And so I identify with the man that we're going to talk about tonight for just for just a moment for for just a moment the the, the father the father whose father whose whose who whose son if you if we if this text is found in Matthew it's found in Mark it's found in Luke but I'm gonna pick up the the book 
God. I'm going to pick up the, the text in Mark, Mark chapter 9, verse 14 to 29. Watch this. Watch this. This is, this is what the Lord showed me. Mark chapter 9, uh, beginning at verse 14. Beginning at verse 14. Uh-oh, maybe wake it up. It, beginning at verse 14, and it says, And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them and the scribes disputing with them. Uh, immediately when he saw them, all the people were greatly amazed and running to him and greeting him. He asked the scribes, what are you discussing with them what is what is all the commotion what's what's going on here what's what's got you all in an uproar listen listen he's just come down uh, off the uh, with the mount uh, transfiguration he has just come up he had peter james and john with him and they, they just had a a beautiful moment and them watching uh, jesus speak with elijah and moses in his face oh my lord i can i can only imagine how how Jesus' face was so radiant. Watch this. And he told them that he they couldn't tell anyone. And so they, they were coming down and they had taken in this full experience, not being able to share it, but to come down to this um, debate, these arguments, these uh, uh, disputes, these discussions that are going on. The Bible tells us in verse 17, then one out of the crowd answered and said, teacher, I brought my son to you who had a mute spirit. A mute spirit. A mute spirit. Well, it lets me know uh, just that this man, this, this, this son, it doesn't give us his age, but the son, he couldn't speak. This is what, this is one of the things that God showed me. Uh, in the midst of that, in the middle of my daughter going through, amen, he, the enemy, amen, had muted her. Watch this. He didn't mute her physical voice, but he muted her spirit, man, in such a way that she was so focused, amen, on the doctor's report. She was so focused, amen, on what they were telling her that was going to happen next, that she didn't have the mouth, ah, she didn't have the voice to cry out to God. Now, uh, see, the enemy has a way of, of using situations, circumstances, amen, issues uh, to get us to take our focus off God. Hallelujah. Watch this. She was focusing on the mountain instead of focusing on the God of the mountain. Come on, somebody. The son, amen, he, he, he couldn't speak for himself. He couldn't cry out. Watch this. And if we, when we go on in the text, we're going to find that the dad, amen, he had a belief. He understood, amen, who God was, but he kept focusing on what was going on with his son uh, instead of the creator of his son. We, we tend to focus so much on the symptom. <laughs> we tend to focus on the symptoms that we can't see that there is a God, amen, that can do a reset, that there is a God, hallelujah, that can dry up. There is a God that can remove, that can repair, that can restore anything, that anything, there is nothing this man, the Bible says he brought his son to Jesus and he said that he has a mute spirit, the, the enemy has shut his mouth and not only, not only is he mute, he says that whatever it seizes him or whenever this spirit grabs hold to him, the spirit throws him down. That causes his foam at the mouth. Uh, it causes him to gnash his teeth. Uh, it causes him to become rigid. This spirit, amen, has, has gotten his son and in such a state that he, he takes complete control over him. And his daddy is standing there helpless. 
daddy standing there. There's nothing. I, 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 there's no money that I can pay. Oh, there's, I'm sure he's taken him to doctors and they can't figure out how to fix him. It says, I heard about Jesus and, and I brought him to you and, and you weren't here, but I see these that are around you that have served with you and walked with you and, and, and healed and delivered with you and they couldn't heal. They they couldn't heal him. I, I I I can imagine that's what the conversation was about. You 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 saved and you this and you are you hang with the bishop and you his armor bearer and you you're his prayer warrior and you can't heal. Mhm mhm uh huh. This is what they say about us: not understanding, amen, that we go through, not understanding that I give my all for this walk. I give my all for this call. I give it everything, but it's in God's timing. Hey, thank you, Lord. But it's when when God declares that a thing should take place, when it should, he solves it. That means he does what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, and however he wants to do it, and who he wants to to do it through. And so so this argument, I'm, I'm sure, was because this daddy was trying to figure out a, a, a why are you not able? Why are you not able to heal the son? Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus said to him, you, them, you faithless generation. Mm-hmm. Faithless. Faith, bring him here. Bring, how long? I'm not going to be here much longer, disciples, a, a, a community. I'm not going to be around long, amen. How long must I bear with you? How long do I need to hold your hand through the process? Bring him here, bring him here, bring him here, he said. Bring him here, hallelujah. And the Bible said that when they brought the boy to Jesus, Oh, look at the spirit. He acting up. He he already knows because Jesus is a threat. He is a threat to all demons. Jesus is a threat to all demons. Watch this. Watch this. And because you are a believer, because you've been bought with a price, Lord, I thank you, because you have confessed that it is you and God, huh? for God you live and for God you die. Now you become a threat to the enemy. This is why, family, there's a target on us when we are doing all that we know to do right when we're praying, when we're fasting, when we're studying, amen, when we're petitioning uh, the throne for others, when we're, we're calling out on behalf of our communities, we are a threat. To the kingdom of darkness. Oh, they can't stand it. When be gone, when we join together and pray, they can't stand it. Hallelujah. When we have these type of, of, of ministries going forth at the <laughs> at their witching hour, they can't stand it. Pastor Black, it shakes them and un, it unnerves them. Hallelujah. Hey, 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 and, and so and so this is why. It seems like we as believers, amen, are always going through. Uh-huh. This is why it seems like, amen, as soon as we get ourselves together and we think, all right, I'm about to go through a sweet season, uh, the enemy, hallelujah, will show up again, amen, desiring to shift us as we, amen, desiring to steal, to kill, and destroy anything that we have, have put our hands to. But but watch this. There is nothing too hard for God. There's there's not there's nothing. We we have to take our eyes off our own faith. Watch this and place it on the power of God. Don't don't I I know that you don't feel like you you measure up. I know that you don't you feel like sometimes that it's it's not gonna work out. That Lord, am I always gonna be here? Is it always gonna be like this? No, 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 no. You have to put your eyes on God. Don't look at the mountain. He said, speak to the mountain. 
Uh huh. He said he didn't tell you to focus on what it looks like. He didn't tell you to focus on the size and how long it might take you to go around to go over. He said, speak to it. Tell the mountain what you want the mountain to do. Hallelujah. Tell the mountain that you must be uprooted and you must be cast into the sea. Speak to it. Speak to it. He didn't say focus. Ah, I focus on the God of the mountain. Yeah, I focus on the God of my salvation. Mm-hmm. I focus on the God of my healing, my deliverance. I focus on the God of peace the God of love, the one of, of long-suffering and gentleness and meek. I focus on, I focus on him and not on the situation. I don't focus on, I understand, amen, that he tells us that in John 14, verse 13 and 14, he says, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do come on somebody this is why the enemy wanted to keep his mouth shut because he understood that if this boy could open his mouth uh, and call upon the jesus amen that that formed him in his mother's womb jesus said if you ask anything in my name i'll do it uh, if you ask if you ask roman 10 and 13 says for whatever or what I'm sorry, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you understand, amen, that if I'm able to get my mouth, if I'm able to call on Jesus, if I'm able to call upon his name, that it's all going to work out. Uh, pray and don't give up. Pray. And don't give up. Bring him to me. Bring him. Bring him to me. Bring him to me. The father said, how long has he been like this? Yeah. The dad says from childhood. And, and often he's thrown into the fire. I'm at, I'm at verse 22 and thrown in the water to destroy him. Thrown the two. But once again, the enemy fell. Listen, watch this. Because we're running out of time. That Jesus said to them, uh, um, the, the, the daddy says, but if you can do anything, if it's anything that you, I've been dealing with this a long time, if it's anything that you can do to help ease the pain, if there's anything that you can do to help ease the discomfort, if there's anything that you can do, Jesus, to make this a little better for us, uh-huh, if there's any, have compassion. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Have have compassion. I need you. I need you to, to to help me. I need you to make it a little easier on us. But Jesus said, "See, I like this. I, I like this." Jesus said to him, "He says, if you can believe, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes." See, what Jesus wanted him to understand: it doesn't matter how long. Your son has been in this situation. Doesn't matter how long you've been dealing with this. It doesn't matter how long, Pam, that you have been going through what you've been going through. If you can believe, ah, if you can believe that I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, if you can believe that I did it for them, then you can believe that I do it. For you, if you can believe what I did for Sarah when I opened her bare womb, if you can believe, hallelujah, what I did for Hannah, hallelujah, when I opened her bare womb, if you can believe what I did for them in birth, believe that I can do it for your daughter. If you can believe, if you can believe that I brought them through, ah, when everything about them said no, then you can believe that I'll do it for you. He says, if you can believe, if you can believe, amen, that I love your daughter more than you, if you can believe that it's not about hallelujah, but you what you want, but it's about my perfect will for her life. Somebody say, if you can believe. He goes on to tell him the father says, I love this part. 
And the Bible is so, so, so specific in, in its wording. Listen, listen. You may have missed this part. In verse 24, watch this. Immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears. He said it with tears. Lord, I believe, watch this, I know that you can heal my son. Uh-huh. I know, I've, I've heard, the reason I'm here is because I've heard of what, so it's not that I don't believe that you can do it. Here's where it is. I need my faith checked. I need to believe, help me to believe that you'll do it for me. It's not, it's not that I don't know God that you're able to do all things but fail. But I've had so many failures in my life. I'm, I'm trying to push past what my my heartache. I'm trying to push past all the times I've been defeated and get to a place where I can trust you. Come on, come on, somebody, Lord, I thank you. I need you. I need you to help me to overcome my unbelief when it comes to me. I know. I have no doubt. That you're real, but I've been watching my son day in, day out from childhood. The woman with the issue of blood, the Bible declares that she had been in for 12 long years, that she had gone to every doctor and spent all that she had and grew worse. I, it's not that I don't believe you can do it. If I didn't believe, the woman says I wouldn't have crawled through the crowd knowing that I shouldn't be there if I didn't believe you could do it. But I just need my faith increased. He said it with God I've done. I've, Jesus, I've gone as far as I can go. Through the tears, through the pains, through the sleepless nights, keeping my eye on him, I've watched. Help my unbelief. Help me where I've fallen short. Help me. Help me to know, Father, that you are concerned. I know the scripture says that you have inclined your ear to hear the cries of your children, but I've been crying a long time, and I haven't gotten an answer. But Jesus, he saw the people. Jesus. He saw the tears of the man, Jesus, who is a threat to the kingdom of darkness. The Bible says that he rebuked, he he condemned, he reprimanded the enemy, told them, commanded them to leave this man, leave this boy immediately to him no more. Mhm. Mm-hmm. He rebuked the unclean spirit. The spirit left came out of him. They thought he was dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him. People that have given up on There are people who have counted you out. There are people that said you'll never make it, you'll never be, you'll always be this and you'll always, but they don't know that you've been raised up. They don't don't know the account of anointing that is on your life. You've been raised up because you didn't give up. Because you did it through the tears, because you did it even though everything around you said to stop that it's over, you did it. You kept pushing. You you kept seeking. Hallelujah. You kept you kept striving forward, and now you are in a place where God says He's raising you up. He's raising you up. And for those, amen, that have have, 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 have have given up on you, for those, let them watch. Because remember, there was a multitude. 
Remember, there were those that saw his, the young boy win. They saw the state that he had come in. They saw the 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 the, the thing that their the emotions that the dad was going through. Oh, but now you see him standing in his right mind. Now they saw the woman with the issue of blood who has just gotten virtue from Jesus. Family, all because we decided to pray and not give up. I can have a testimony today to say that my daughter's at home. Her family is put back together. Why? Because we prayed and we didn't give up. We trusted the God of her. I trust the God that created Yana. I trusted the God that put her family together. And I knew that he would keep her because I prayed and I didn't give up. Family, we love you tonight with the love of the Lord. You be encouraged. You continue to pray. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. God bless you, Pastor Black. I yield this call back to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor, oh my goodness, thank you. Thank you for sharing your testimony and thank you for reminding us that our current situation, it is not the end and we've got to continue. We got to get to a place that we trust God. We got to get to a place that we know that all things are working together for our good. This afternoon, I heard a man said we need to make uh, Romans 8, 28, a verb, and just do it. Just just declare it and decree that it is done in Jesus' name. Thank you, Pastor, for sharing tonight. We thank God for that word to strengthen us, to build us up, and to encourage us, and to help us to live with faith, by faith, and to trust God for all things. Well, family, it's time for us to say goodnight until next Sunday. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he make his face shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you. Until we meet again, I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Be blessed. Let me hear the worshiper. Where's all of my praises? I want everybody around the world to put their hands together because all the praise belongs to God. Here we go. Every praise, every praise, every praise, it's to our God.